Hello, dear listener. It is Nadia. I am back with another episode of my Toastmasters journey. Today is Monday, June 22nd, and I had the pleasure this afternoon of visiting with Ebony Toastmasters in Toronto, Canada. Still, all of our meetings are on Zoom, so visiting is relative. I was still in my home, but I absolutely love this club, and I visit probably two times a month, if not every week. They meet on Monday afternoons, my time in the Pacific, from 4 to 6, and it's just a lovely group of Toastmasters that I've met in person before during my travels to Toronto. And that is what makes Toastmasters so amazing. It truly is an international organization and you can literally be on vacation, be traveling for business, for pleasure, what have you. Look on Toastmasters.org, find a club and pop into a meeting wherever you are in the world and you would be welcomed and have a structured format that you're used to and be able to fellowship in pe- with people that are in the city that you visited. So years ago, when I was in Toronto visiting family, I just happened to stumble upon Ebony Toastmasters in the database. And I popped in and they were actually celebrating their 500th meeting. I believe they'd been in existence for about 10 years at that time. And they had the program quality director there. They had a packed house. They had a potluck dinner. They had brought, everybody brought a dish to this community center that they met at. And they were just so warm and friendly. And at that time, they had a panel discussion of the past, present, and future. So the people that founded the club, the people that were current officers, and the officers elect who was taking over. And they just talked about their visions, when the club was started, what the hope for the club was, where it is today, and where it's going in the future. And they have really become one of the elite clubs in the Toronto area. At this time, one of their members, Stephen, is actually the district champion of the international speech competition going on to regionals. So they definitely have a legacy of excellence. And when I visited this club back in 2017, I was so inspired that I actually came back to Las Vegas and helped found Nubian Voices, which is still going strong. So it's been nice during this time of coronavirus to actually bring those two clubs together and my members have visited them they have visited us and my members have been able to see where our club started from because it was that idea it was that visit that sparked the idea that we could do the same thing here in Las Vegas. This afternoon during our visit I was able to sit in and listen to their theme which was lovely It was angry black woman, and that can be good or bad, depending on how you look at it. And the Toastmaster of the day, she had a lot of different examples, a lot of different poetry and speeches from strong black women that have built America. Um, You have Maya Angelou and Angela Davis and so many people that she was quoting, and it was just interesting to hear their perspective on the angry black woman phenomenon from Canada <laughs> because we we are in kind of two different worlds of course we feel a lot of 
the racism and we're having a lot of civil tensions here in America more so than anywhere else in the world right now um, as far as black relations or black Americans or African Americans. And a lot of people tend to use that angry black woman connotation as a way to put down black women or put their guards up and say, you know, maybe I shouldn't hire this person or maybe I should be wary of this person because if you, you know, if you do something that offends, you're going to get this angry reaction. But she kind of flipped it and used it as it's that anger that fuels the passion that fuels change. And the quotes that she gave throughout the meeting were just wonderful and making us think about how instrumental black women have been in building the U.S., I guess, parts of Canada, <laughs> because they're in Canada talking about it, and probably many other segments of the world. And so I just, I like to hear that twist on it. And everybody fed into that theme. The Table Topics Master had us pick something around our home and talk about it, talk about why it was important and why everybody should have whatever item they wanted to display. I didn't get called on, unfortunately. I was ready today, though, because I have quotes all over my house. <laughs> and I was going to pick out a quilt and say, you know, Black women are known for quilting and this used to be our art form and we're losing it and everybody should have a quilt handmade, handed down through the generations to remember that you should be inspired by this art form and carry on this art form and really have it as a showpiece to remember and keep it in the forefront of your mind that this is our art form. But I didn't get called on, so I didn't get to showcase the many quotes around my house this time. However, if you ever see me on Zoom, you know that nine times out of ten, my backdrop is a quote, either one that I've made or one that my mom made for me, and I keep it around my house to keep her with me. So that's how I view, view quilting. But um, it really made me today want to look into some of the teachings and speeches and songs, she quoted Angela Davis, Nina Simone. It just kind of made me want to go back in time and really study a lot of the speeches that were given back in the day that, you know, we may know the names, but we may not know every word. We may not be able to recite um, an Angela Davis speech or... Um, I can't sing word for word a lot of Nina Simone's songs, but I know of many of them, mainly because I've seen the movie on Netflix. What happened, Miss Simone, I think is the name of it. Um, or what happened to Nina Simone or something like that. Really good documentary, by the way. If you've never caught that, you should. People called her an angry black woman. But now as we look back and her daughter was actually interviewed in that documentary, it appears that she actually wasn't just angry. She may have actually been bipolar before bipolar was a thing. So lack of diagnosis, lack of education led to her downfall because you can't get proper treatment if you don't have proper diagnosis. And that seemed to be her downfall. But um, yes, today was very, very interesting, very eye-opening, very thought-provoking. And I love when I have a takeaway from meetings. Normally, I'm sitting there with my pen and pad, 
ready to take notes. Today, I didn't really get to take notes because I was coming in from work and had to rush into the meeting. Again, it's all relative because literally I was going from one bedroom to the next. <laughs> that's, that's the glory days of this pandemic. Traveling is like, okay, so my passport book is living room, second bedroom, kitchen, dining room, etc. But um, yeah, so I didn't get to take notes necessarily, but I was thinking of the power of the meeting and the powerful people that were displayed. And that table topic segment I mentioned, that to me, again, is one of the beauties of being right here in this pandemic, because you can sit there and grab something from around your house when you're on Zoom, when you're in your house, when everybody is in the same room, when they all go to the community center or the church or wherever they're meeting, you don't have the ability to show people who you are and show them your surroundings and the things that you hold dear because you've traveled to a meeting. So you're out of your home environment. I have seen several clubs do something similar to this and I've just loved it because it just pulls you a little more in and you get to know people a little better. You get to see the paintings hanging from behind behind them or in my case, the quilts. If they have their camera set back, you can see their surroundings, see their knickknacks and get a sense of who they are. There has been people who I would not have pegged as an animal person. And next thing you know, there's a cat jumping across their screen. <laughs> you know, again, it's a different viewpoint when you actually get to go into someone's home. And in a Zoom meeting with 20 people in the meeting, you're literally sitting in 20 people's homes, looking around their surroundings if they have any kind of backdrop or surroundings and learning a little more about them. So I, I gotta say, I'm not rushing to go back in public. I'm not rushing to go back <laughs> to meeting in person because for many reasons, I have enjoyed just watching people from my computer screen. And I feel like I've learned more about people from my home than when we're actually in the same room together. So anyway, if you are inspired to visit Ebony Toastmasters, I would strongly encourage you to do so. It's a very strong club. They're signing members on a regular basis because their energy is just so great. They have great mentorship programs. They're very structured, but still a lot of fun, always thought-provoking. And they meet on Mondays, officially 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Of course, I'm on the West Coast, so for me, it's 4 p.m. And you can either look them up and find their web address or you can always email me, toastmasternadia at gmail.com, and I would be happy to send you the Zoom link so you can tune in on any given Monday. It is definitely time well spent. If nothing more, you will walk away with a nugget to think about. So thank you, Ebony Toastmasters, for another great meeting. I am so glad we're in this space where I can visit on a regular basis. And quite honestly, depending on how my schedule shakes out in the next couple months, I may just join because I've literally been... <laughs> I've probably been about eight times since this pandemic started because it's so convenient. So I just, I keep going back because I love their energy. And I really, at this point, feel like one of the family. So give it a chance. Come for a visit. I, I give this club two thumbs up 
and and they would love to have you as a visitor and you can tell them Nadia sent you. Even if you've never met me before, they would be happy to have you and welcome you with open arms. So come give us a visit. Bye.